Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Live Amplified. This is Ben Batala. The mission of Live Amplified is to help reclaim wonder and awe in the Christian journey through creation, the arts, and story, and to equip you to seek God in what is true, good, and beautiful, to inspire you to live out Jesus' promise of life to the full. At Live Amplified, we talk about the way of beauty and how beauty is a pathway to God. Think of an experience when music moved you to tears or gave you a sense of peace and rest or even gave you the emotional and spiritual strength to endure a hardship in your life. That is the voice of God in song and in instruments. For my first season, I am featuring my own musical improvisations on the Sunday Gospels of Lent to help you go deeper into the heart of the story of freedom using sound and imagination. Music is a big part of how I pray and relate to God because sometimes music is the only way I can really express to God what is happening inside my own heart. I pray that you can experience the same dialogue with God through this musical prayer. If you haven't already, feel free to hit like and subscribe and leave a comment or rating. And if you missed my previous episode, check out How to Pray with Music to help you engage more profoundly with the music in your prayer. This process of musical prayer can be thought of as Audio Divina or a musical spin on Lexio Divina. All right, we are officially kicking off with the first Sunday of Lent, which is the temptation of Jesus. You can follow along in your Bibles by going to Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. I'll go ahead and open us in prayer and read the gospel for this Sunday, while together we'll prepare to invite the Holy Spirit and receive Jesus into our minds and hearts. Then I'll go ahead and improvise some music on the piano. Feel free to read along or even close your eyes in a restful posture. I've also included some beautiful, beautiful art by one of my students, Anna Grace Williams from Martin Saints Classical High School, featuring her work of Jesus's agony in the garden. The agony in the garden is the fulfillment of what we are about to read of Jesus's temptation in the desert. All right, let's go ahead and pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you. Thank you so much for becoming one of us, becoming human, and teaching us what it means to be human again. Thank you for giving us meaning, for showing us how to live fully with purpose. Thank you for reminding us that all parts of creation, nature, art, beauty, sound, relationships, all of it is a pathway to encountering you and being in union with you. And Lord, we know that this Lent, you're inviting us to re-engage with what we are truly made for which is union with you. Lord, I pray in this meditation as we enter into your story of how you endured temptation, how you suffered well, how you suffered on God's terms, God, your Father's terms. I invite you into this space to teach us how to suffer well this Lent, how to suffer bravely, how to suffer with strength, with joy, Jesus, I invite you into our hearts, across these screens, to all of our listeners. Lord, I have faith that you want to reach us in this moment. Lord, I offer up my music to you tonight, and I pray that my music can help people to enter into your story of victory over suffering, victory over temptation. In your most holy name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
St. John Paul II, pray for us. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, the temptation of Jesus. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give to you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time.
did the all-knowing, all-powerful God really have to experience temptation from Satan for 40 days? As I was playing, I imagined the vast, barren desert where Jesus was tempted. Jesus remained in that silent wilderness, completely stripped of nourishment and strength. He ached and endured immense agony. He experienced ravenous hunger and extreme isolation. He had no one but God the Father to guide him. And at the height of his physical weakness, Satan enticed Jesus with the prospects of false comfort, power, and honor. Jesus suffered. And this is what makes Christianity different. My God feels my pain. My God experiences my, my weakness and vulnerability. But Jesus was victorious. St. Augustine writes, In Christ you were tempted, for Christ received his flesh from your nature, but by his own power gained salvation for you. He suffered temptation in your nature, but by his own power gained victory for you. Jesus knew his identity. That was proclaimed at the Jordan when God the Father exclaimed, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And with that identity, Jesus willingly suffered on his Father's terms. And Jesus conquered. It's crazy to think how Jesus' life here on earth was just one of solidarity, intimate solidarity with his wounded people like you and me. I remember a time of immense trial and tribulation in my life in which Jesus just looked upon me with his eyes of utter compassion and said, Yes, Ben, I know you are hurting and you're surrounded by a world of evil, of pain, of destruction. But... I am here to suffer with you. I will experience your pain. I will take on your burdens and sorrows. Do not be afraid. I am with you and you will be victorious. Many of us might be experiencing the desert right now. Maybe you are suffering from loneliness, rejection, being misunderstood. Maybe you are suffering from the restlessness of trying to find your identity. Who am I? How do I want to be seen and known? Maybe you are suffering from not being accepted or you were hurt by someone. Maybe you made a mistake and are suffering from the consequences of hurting someone else with your sin. We are desperate for an answer to our suffering and we look for our own remedies everywhere to relieve it, but we tend to settle when aiming to alleviate our pain. We often resign ourselves to comfort, distraction, food, social media, drugs, alcohol, work, dizziness, to avoid that empty, painful ache within our hearts. We seek power in the form of a high-paying job, status or fame to elevate our worth. We act in vengeance through slander or gossip or physical harm when we feel we've been wronged. When we desire love, we tend to grasp in relationships and just use others at the cost of their own dignity. Or we practice self-harm when we feel shame regarding our bodies or reject the goodness of our own God-given sexuality. This is confronting our suffering on Satan's terms. This is sin. When we try to tackle the evil of suffering on our own, oftentimes the suffering gets worse for ourselves or for those around us. Suffering wins. And when we aim to alleviate our pain and are left more empty, we seek more costly ways to alleviate our pain that ultimately result in our own destruction and that of our neighbors. But if we are courageous and faithful enough to confront our suffering on God's terms, 
we are victorious. When we choose virtue, love, patience, fortitude, humility, forgiveness, chastity, our suffering has power. However, this power is not the kind that the world offers. It's not the kind of power that Satan offered Jesus in the desert. It is power that comes fully and directly from Christ. This power is restorative. It heals. It brings unity. It does not dominate. It does not divide. It does not abuse. Do not be afraid. I am with you and you will be victorious. Jesus showed us that we have the power to look at suffering in the eye and cry out, you are not the end of me. During Lent, we get to experience the power to confront suffering with dignity on God's terms, meaning the terms of not settling for things and people that leave us more empty, of relying on God completely, and of experiencing the victory of actual freedom. Our suffering is a weapon against suffering itself. In Christianity, suffering actually has meaning. It has a noble purpose. When we let God sustain us, when we refuse to settle for less than authentic love, for selfishness, for immediate gratification, revenge, greed. When we refuse those things, we become fully human. We live out our original identities as human beings who are fully capable of the total gift of self. And when we totally give of ourselves, the world actually becomes better. The suffering of the world is actually conquered. This Lent, have the courage to suffer bravely, to suffer with the hope that God will sustain you and make you more whole when you suffer on his terms not on the terms of Satan, who desires your perpetual suffering. I pray that you may be able to unite your suffering with Jesus Christ in the desert, and that you may experience Jesus' radical agony in the desert as his gift to you, and that you may experience victory. Thank you so much for listening. If you are currently watching on YouTube, I would love for you to share in the comments below what your prayer experience was like. How did the Lord speak to you? How did he move you with the music? what images came up in prayer with the movements and the melodies and the harmonies. For further reflection, I have included some questions for your own personal prayer in the show notes as you continue your Lenten journey. First Sunday of Lent down, thank you so much for watching with me. Please join us next week for another episode of my Lenten series on Live Amplified. Peace be with you.